Welcome to the Bronson Sukkah. Thank you everybody for coming to our annual Yartai cheer for my mom, Svetlana Bas Yaakov. Nisham Shirev and Aliyah. Okay, great. Thank you. So, so um, there's a few things that we would like to say. Hopefully there'll be some time. Um, if not, then at least one of the things we'll say. So we, we, we've mentioned in the past many times before the, the famous statement of the Ruach Haim, Rab Chaim Voloshner, in the fifth parak, in the fifth chapter of, uh, of his commentary on Pirkei Avos. He says that, that over there, the mission says, Avraham Avinu. There were 10 tests that Avraham Avinu, Avraham, our forefather, was tested with. And he wants to know why the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos refers to Avraham Avinu there. As opposed to other places, the Mishnah does not say the word Avinu. So he says that the Pshat in the word Avinu, our forefather, means that, they, that, that the, the, um, some of the things in terms of character development, in terms of development of strength and, and power and talents, are, uh, is difficult to come by. And the forefathers worked on them, the forefathers worked on them, and then they pass it on to their children so their progeny has an easier time to, to, to be able to use those, use those uh, strengths, those, those talents. Gives an example, example he says, all of a sudden you find a person who wants to go to Eretz Israel. Somebody just like gets it in their head, they want to move to Eretz Israel, and nothing's going to stop them. And he says that comes from Avraham Avinu, because the Rabbani Shalom came to him, and he said to him, Lech l'cham go, and, and sometimes you find a person who has no trouble, you know, you find a... During the Holocaust, you find the reformed girl, and the Nazis tell her to go dance on the top of the Sefer Torah, and she has no problem being nice and effish to give up her life for, uh, for, for, for such a thing. He says, because she got it from Abraham Avinu. She, she inherited that from her forefather, Abraham Avinu, when he, gave up, when he was willing to martyr himself in the, in the, in the Orkastim, when, when Nimrod threw, threw, threw him into the fire. This is uh, an example. This is what we're talking about. This is... Um, um, what he says is an av. This is what he says. The forefather. The forefather is somebody who sort of lays the groundwork for 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 his progeny, and then the progeny takes on the characteristics which the forefather developed. So we find this evening. We find this evening, at least in the beginning. I don't know how much time we're going to take, but at least in the beginning, we find another. I found another example of such a of such a thing in the in the in the in the Pachad Yitzchak, where he gives an example of. Of, without quoting the Ruach Hayim, he, he gives an example of such a, such a concept talking about, talking about the Avos, talking about the Avos. And he says like this, he says that we find, in a, we find that Avraham Avinu, for example, his name was changed. His name was changed from, from Avram to Avraham. We find that in, 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 in Parshas Lechacha. And we find also that Yaakov Avinu, also his name was changed. His name was changed from, from uh, Yaakov to Israel, as we see in Parshas Vayishlach, when the Malach came and, and, and changed his name. And they, as a matter of fact, I mean, he doesn't quote this, but we, we know the Gemara and Brachos, the Gemara and Brachos on, on uh, 13a, the Gemara and Brachos says that even the names were changed to such a point where the Gemara entertains the possibility, or not even the possibility, but declares that if somebody uses the word Avram, for example, the transgressing—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's prohibited to use to use the name to use the name Avram instead of Avraham. So the the name change is is is, is concrete. That the 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 the, 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 Gemara, the, 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 the Gemara says now Avraham Avinu is 
Av Haman Goyim. It stands for he is the the father of all the of all the nations of all the nations of the world. But says the uh, says the uh, the Pachet Yitzchak. He says that we don't find this idea. We don't find this by Yitzchak Avinu. We don't find that by by Yitzchak that his name was changed. So we have we have Abraham. His name was changed. We have Yaakov. His name was changed. But by Yitzchak, we don't find we don't find we don't we don't find such a thing. And he says that he says how is that how how would that be pertinent to to the status to the status that the Abos have that the forefathers have how would that be pertinent to their status in terms of being forefathers in terms of the the effect that they would have on their progeny in the fact that Abraham and Yaakov their names change but by Yitzchak the name doesn't change so he says like this he says that we find that Esau he is called a Yisrael Mumar. There is a there is a, a Gemara in Kedushin on uh, on uh, on uh, Yudches Amaralef. The Gemara in Kedushin wants to uh, there um, uh, bring a, the Gemara in Kedushin wants to bring a proof that there is inheritance mandated by the Torah for non-Jews, and 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 the proof is is that you see that Esau inherits Abraham Avinu. So the Gemara over there says no, it's not a proof because Esau is Yisrael Mumar. He is Jewish. He is a Yisrael, but he's a mumer. He's a rebellious. He's a rebellious person. So he says that, that he says that that's what the Gemara. That's what the Gemara called the Loshen Chachamim. The expression of the, of the of the of the rabbis is that such is that he is called a Yisrael mumer. So he, you see you see that by Esav, but he says that by by Yaakov you don't find such a thing. By Yaakov Avinu, for example, in contrast, you don't find that he is. That he is. Um, that he that, that you, you don't find such a thing that there could be rebellion against that there could be rebellion against Judaism by Yaakov Avinu. What what do we mean to say? Is that is that the the um, by Yaakov Avinu by Yaakov Avinu is he is as the Medrash says the Medrash says is mitaso shlema the the Medrash says that all of his children. All of all of Yaakov Avinu's children were. All of Yaakov Avinu's children were, tzaddikim, so to speak. All of the, uh, the 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 twelve tribes, they were all they were all righteous people. They were all tzaddikim. Mitoso his bed is perfect. His uh his uh his his progeny is perfect. So he says that even if you would find. Even if you would find, that somebody would become. After Yaakov, somebody in the family would become irreligious. They would become rebellious. They would become a mumer. They would become what we call a, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, an apostate, right? He says that he says that that doesn't negate their status as a Jew. That doesn't negate their status as a Yisrael. As the Gemara says, as the Gemara says in Sanhed, as the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, the Gemara says. On Dachmem Dalit, Amaralit, 44a, the Gemara says there that Achon, the, when the Jewish people attacked Yericho, they attacked Yericho, and there was a person by the name of Achon, and he, what he did was is he took the spoils from, he took the spoils from the city, took the spoils from the city, so he was liable for the death penalty, right? And the way that the Navi expresses it, it calls him a, a Yisrael. It calls him a Yisrael. So the Gemara says, you call him a Yisrael, he's a sinner, he's a, he's a choyteh. How do you call him Israel? 
So the Gemara's expression is, the Gemara's expression is, the Gemara says, the Yisrael, Yisrael ho. even though he sins, even though he rebels, he's still considered a Yisrael. Says the, says the, um, says Rafutner, that the re, the, that we have this concept, that we are Yidin, we are Jewish, and there is nothing that we can do, no decision that we can make to negate our status as Yidin. There's nothing we can do. There is no, there's no apostasy, there's no rebellion, there's no Avera that we could possibly do to negate our status. And that comes from this Gemara, that Achon was called, that Achon was called a, Achon was called a, 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 um, a Yisrael, Afa Pishichote Yisrael, Afa Pishichote Yisrael Ho. He say, says, the, the Bacha Yitzhak, and where does this come from? This comes from Yaakov Avinu, that once Yaakov Avinu had a family of the, uh, of the Shvatim, and the whole family was perfect, and so therefore, since the whole family is perfect, the, 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 the status of the, of, of the family remains perfect, even if it's imperfect in the future. Because since it follows Yaakov, Yaakov is the, uh, so to speak, Yaakov is the Av, Yaakov is the forefather of, the, of, the, um, of Klai Yisrael. He's the forefather of Klai Yisrael. And because he's the forefather of Klai Yisrael, his contribution as we mentioned, that forefathers make a contribution to the Jewish people is, is that once, once you are part of the family, there's no way to abdicate your status. There's no way, no matter what you do. And in contrast to that, he says, in contrast to that is, is Esau, like we've mentioned. That in contrast to that, Esau, who's called, a, even though he's called a Yisrael Mumar, even though he's called a person who is, who is a Yisrael, who's rebellious, he gets pushed away from the family. Esau's progeny no longer is part of the uh, of the Jewish people. Why? Because Esau comes from Esau comes from Yitzchak, and he is before Yaakov. And since he's before Yaakov, he doesn't have the benefit of being able to, so to speak, rebel against his family and retain his status as a yid. He still he still has he 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 can uh, push himself away from the family, and he does. And his 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 progeny is no longer subsumed or a part of the uh, 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 of the Jewish people. So this is this is what this is what uh, the the the, the Pacha Yitzchak says is is Yaakov's is Yaakov's is Yaakov's contribution. Um, the Yaakov is 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 mitoso shlema, and this is what he contributes. So he says like this. He says that the Gemara tells us, right? The Gemara tells us that there are only three Avos. The Gemara in Brachos, uh, the Gemara is in, 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 the Gemara says in Brachos, oh, thank you. The Gemara says in Brachos, on Tezayin on the base, 16b, the Gemara says that there are only that there are only three that there are only three of us. There's Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, he says, are the only people that can contribute. Are the only people that can contribute to the to the to their to to to, to the to the entire to the entire Israel. right? And so he says the the. The, the uniqueness, 
of each one of the Avos is the contribution that they're making to Klai So he says, for example, Abraham Avinu, he says, for example, Abraham Avinu, the Gemara says in, the Gemara says in Chagiga, what is he? He is, a tchil, the Gemara in Chagiga 3a, says that he is Tchila Lagerim. He he He's the first of the Gerim. So there the Rashi explains that, the Gemara explains that he is, that he's called Anadiv, right? He's called Anadiv, that what he does is he gave his heart to recognize, he gave his heart to recognize that, uh, that, that, there, that, there is, that there is a Rabboni Shalom in the world. As we know the whole story with, we know the whole story with Avraham Avinu. That, he, that, there, that there is a God in the world. He recognizes such a thing as, a, as monotheism. He was the first one to give it. So he is, his, his progeny has this it, within them to, 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 to search, to, uh, I'm, I'm adding a little bit to the, to the, to, to the Bacha Yitzhak, to search, to, to, to be able to recognize that there's a, to come back to the Rabban Shem, to be able to recognize that there, that there, that, that there is Anshem. he says, Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov Avinu is also gave, uh, provided something new. What did he provide new? Everything that we just explained. Yaakov Avinu provided something new, and that is 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 that is that is that the 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 the, the children, the, the 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 offspring of Yaakov Avinu can't really go off. Even if they go off, they still they they still they they still don't really go off. They still retain their status. He says. What about Yitzchak? What's Yitzchak's contribution? What's Yitzchak's contribution? Says the Pach Yitzchak's, contri- Yitzchak's contribution is nothing. Yitzchak contributes nothing at all that is new. Yitzchak is a no. is is a, is a non-contributor. We, we we just had we just had a uh, a bris. Uh, we just had a, a bris on, uh, on 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 Sukkis. There was a there was a bris, and we said the words Asher Kidashi did me better. So the Gemara says in Shabbos. The Gemara there says that the, the bracha that you say, you have sanctified the Yedid from the womb. And Rashi says, who is that referring to? That's referring to Yitzchak. Yitzchak is the one who was Kadash Mirechem. He was the one who was um, holy. He had Kiddusha when he was born. Yitzchak never changed. Yitzchak was the same when he was born and the day that he died. He was the same. He was Kadash Mirechem. That's that, 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 that's what the Gemara says. His con- his contribution is nothing new. His contribution is is that he stays kaddish through his whole life from the beginning to the end, and that's why he is the first one who was a nimol. He says he says he was the first one who had a gabris mila on the eighth day, the, the, because he was because he was kaddish merachem. So says the pachad Yitzchak that since Yitzchak doesn't change at all, and Yaakov and Abraham do change. Therefore, Abraham and Yaakov have a name change to represent their change. And Yitzchak, who doesn't change, doesn't have a name to represent his change. And that's why we find that by Abraham, his name changes. And by Yaakov, his name changes. But by Yitzchak, the name doesn't change. And so... I was thinking maybe we say like this, that, that, that what is the significance of Yitzchak? What is this, this is your touch here? So what is the significance of Yitzchak, the fact that he doesn't change? What is so, is that, is that something that's special? So I was thinking that perhaps we can suggest the following. We can say that it's very special. 
the 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 uh, sometimes the it's difficult to to um, it's difficult to just be let's say a father right person has children to be a father so there's a certain responsibilities that a father has a lot of tests come up and and and, and a person can fail right a person can fail could not be there for their not be there for their children when when the children need him to be there just to, to 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 stay a father not to do anything new just to do what you're required to do that's it nothing else right there the just to be a mother just to be a brother just to be a sister just to be what our our job is to be Yitzchak Avinu is the person that represents this Yitzchak Avinu is the person who is what who is what he is and he and he doesn't change and that's not a small thing it's not so easy most of the um what is it most of the uh failures in in familiar relationships most of the uh therapy that most of the therapy that goes on uh with people who have who have uh, who have issues and relationships goes with this is that that they did not have a healthy wholesome relationship with their parents or with their or or or, or with their children or, or or with their spouses it 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 it's 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 just that the person wasn't there and Yitzchak is the one. Yitzchak is the one who represents this. Yitzchak is the one who represents that there is a kedusha, that there is a that there is a kedusha that remain that that remains inside of us, and it, and it and it doesn't change. It's always it's it, it's always there. He is the contributor of this. Okay. So, um, I guess we, we we do have time. There's another something else that that. Perhaps maybe we can add that we said on uh, that we that we said on that we said on Yom Kippur. If you if you indulge me, we, we spoke about this on Yom Kippur. So the um, the 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 derech, the derech Hashem explains at the end of the derech Hashem explains at the end of the derech Hashem explains at the end of the first chelik. In the Derech Hashem, he says that the whole physical world that's that we have, that's that's that, that's around us, trickles down from a spiritual world. With the exception of human beings, the whole physical world is the whole physical world is a manifestation of uh, of the spiritual world. If there would no be no spiritual world, the physical world wouldn't exist. It just it it, it, it wouldn't happen. So, an example of this is an example of this is. Is that the Gemara says in Tractatus on page five a that the Gemara says that there's a Yerushalayim Shalmala and there's a Yerushalayim Shalmata. There is a Yerushalayim above and there's Yerushalayim below. There's a spiritual Yerushalayim and there's a physical Yerushalayim. So the based upon this, I don't know based upon this, but the Nevesh Achayim at the beginning of the Nevesh Achayim he says that the Beis Hamikdash was when the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. The physical base Amigdash was destroyed was already that the spiritual base Amigdash was destroyed also. He says that there is a spiritual base Amigdash, the same way that there's a spiritual Yushalayim. There's also a physical base there's also a physical base Amigdash, which is, is, is it gets its source from the from the spiritual base Amigdash. And once the physical base Amigdash was destroyed, once the physical base Amigdash was destroyed. It was only it was it was only just a natural consequence of the fact that our actions 
dismantled the spiritual base amigdash. Once the spiritual base amigdash was no longer in existence, so too the, the physical base amigdash was already going to be in ruins, and therefore, and therefore it was destroyed. So we explain we explained on Yom Kippur. We said that the Gemara tells us in tractate Subas 77b. The Gemara there says that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi went up alive into Gan Eden. He, 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 he never died. He went, he tricked the Malach HaMavis and he went up alive into Gan Eden. So we, expl- we explained that the re- what's the reason? What's the reason that he went up alive? Why did he do that? The reason why he went up alive into Gan Eden was is because he had he had uh, uh, he had a, sp- a, a certain reality which he created within himself. What did he, the Gemara tells us earlier, that what he did was is he visited very uh, sick people who had a contagious disease. And he wasn't afraid that he was going to get hurt because the Gemara says in Sota, page 21a, that the Torah protects. He wasn't afraid the Torah was going to protect him. So we said that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi was a person who did tremendous chesed. He sacrificed his own well-being or maybe put himself in danger in order to, in order to do chesed with people who are dying with people who were people who were sick. And because he did that, he was he was went we we went to a, we went to a Leviah today. You know, we, we think that that one person is uh, one person is is uh, just one person and that's it. When you go to a Leviah, you see that one person is really like 200 people, right? Some people are like a million people. Some people are like 50 people. It's it, it's it's uh, one person is just one person, but one person is as, as, as many people as they affect, that's how many people that one person is. That one person lives in the hearts of other people. That one person is part of those other people when they contribute to them. So we said that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi was alive inside all of the people that he, that, 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 that he did kindness to, that he did chesed to, that he visited. He was alive inside of them. And because he was alive in them, it was a fetter complete. It was, it, was, it, was a, it was already complete that he would be living forever. That's why he lived forever. That's why he went alive into Gan Eden, because he was already alive in everybody else's minds and everybody else's hearts. So, so we want to say like this. We want to say that the same way that the spiritual base amigdash can only, the physical base amigdash can only exist if the spiritual base amigdash exists. But once the spiritual base amigdash ceases to exist, so too the physical base amigdash will cease to exist. So, so, so to the physical base marriage will cease to exist the same way a, a person who is not alive in other people's hearts will also cease to exist when they expire. However, if they are already alive and, and, and living in other people's hearts, even when they expire, they will continue to live. That there is a, there, there is a, there is a what is it, a spiritual component to a person being alive. And if the person has that spiritual component, if they themselves are living and well in other people's hearts and other people's minds, then they endure, then they, then, then they live forever. So, so, so we, want, we want to say like this, that the Avos, the Avos, with their unique contributions to us, uh, the Avos, with their unique contributions to us, as, as, as a people, as a Jewish people. They, they are alive and well within us. All the contributions that they made, we have a natural tendency, as the Ruach Chaim says, to want to move there to Israel. We have a natural tendency to be able to sacrifice to Judaism, right? So therefore, we also have a natural tendency to discover, 
Yiddish to discover Yiddishkeit the same way that 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 uh, that that Abraham Avinu discovered it. We have a we have a natural tendency to have uh, what is it? Uh, perfect families, families that don't veer from 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 uh, from from from, from Yiddishkeit. And as we're saying with Yitzchak Avinu, we have also a natural tendency to do our job. Just to do our job, the job that we're supposed to do, to be who we're supposed to be, to be hidden, to be fathers, to be mothers, etc. We, ha- we, we, we have that. So, I was thinking that in, in, in the Yorzach year, I don't, I, I, my memory is not so, is not so good with, with, with my mother, but I'm sure that, um, I'm sure that, that uh, my mannerisms, the way that I think maybe, or the, 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 uh, the uh, certain tendencies that I have all come from her, even though even though I don't even though I don't know what they are, right? But I'm 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 um, I'm I'm eternally grateful that Baruch Hashem that I had a mother that sent me to yeshiva and uh, and and gave me everything that I everything that I have, and uh, hopefully she has a little bit of nachas, and hopefully there'll be a little bit of uh, she'll have, the nisham will have an aliyah with us sitting together and. and, and. Amen. Amen.